Hello, everybody. This is David Fournier from Raise Your Standards, Love Your Life. Hey, thanks for joining me uh, either live or archive. I really enjoy the comments and the uh, questions and stuff that have come from the podcast. Remember, this is a just kind of a podcast put together with the idea that you know, I'm not some guru or tremendous influence or great speaker, just a guy struggling the battles like everyone else. And sometimes I found that when I actually talk about those battles out loud, it helps me. So these episodes and podcasts is helping me. And maybe it's helping you too. We'll find out. Today, I want to talk about shifting your focus and your energy and the importance about persistence. Now, we've all heard about the word persistence. Persistence, think of it like this. Persistence is the pen that every success story that's ever been written is written with. It's written with persistence. When we hit obstacles, uh, when there's challenges, roadblocks, what, what's your reaction? What's my reaction to them? I want you to remember that a lot of people, I have a lot of confusion about this. A lot of people talk about, oh, hey, I got a strategy for something. I got a strategy. But having a strategy is not a strategy. First, you got to come up with your state of mind. Like, how are you thinking about it? If you run into somebody who absolutely says, this is never going to work, that guy's right. That guy is absolutely right. When somebody says, we'll never get out of this situation, that person is absolutely right. You never will because state of mind is the most important part of what happens. Think about how many times you've been truly upset at a person or maybe if you have a job like mine where you deal with, with you know, the public a lot uh, and, and you get frustrated, ask yourself, what made that situation frustrating? Was it that person? Are they, you know, is the guy first just a doorknob and they didn't get it? Or actually, does it really come back to what your expectation or what your thought was going to be? Or could it even be you're just in a bad mood or I'm just in a bad mood? State of mind is everything. Now, after we get past the state of mind, we go to the next one, which is called story. What is the outcome we're trying to get? What outcome are we trying to get? How are we trying to make this situation work? This is tremendously important that we have an outcome in mind because it'd be like arriving somewhere and not knowing that you're actually there because you didn't have the story written. Then you create the strategy. I got my head space together. I'm heading, looking the right direction. I also have got an idea how I want this to turn out. Now I could talk about making a map to get there. By the way, it had nothing to do with today's lesson. That was all free. There's value in stepping back and getting around the front of a challenge. Think about like if there's a big log jam somewhere in the water's backing up in a creek or something. A lot of people are just standing going, wow, look at that big thing. If you actually went around the front of it, I started pulling some pieces out of the front. Eventually, it breaks down. It rushes down the river and then becomes a blockage somewhere else in somebody else's property. I'm just kidding about that part. Here's the deal. It's all about how we look at things in our life. It's all about how things are going on. I want you to think about that log jam. Let's say you and I went for a walk. We're going for a walk. We're walking by a nice creek, maybe Fountain Creek. I said nice, but we'll run with Fountain Creek. And we're running with Fountain Creek and we're just talking about it together. And here's what we come up with we see this lady coming down the creek she's a, and we stick a stick out there and we pull her back in and we dry her we're drying are you okay here comes somebody else and we spend like four hours pulling people out of this creek one by one we're just pulling them out of the creek and pulling them out of the creek we could be there all day doing it at some point somebody needs to go walk up that creek and find out who's throwing these people in perspective if you cannot change your reality you're stuck in a situation Maybe your workplace is really difficult. Maybe you've got a cranky 
uh, roommate. My wife says that I'm a cranky roommate. Maybe you've got all these things happening and those things aren't going to change because either there's benefit in them or you're learning from it, or you got to find how to work through it. Then you got to change your perspective. You got to go look at it from a different way. Remember, talk to yourself, talking to yourself, you got to talk yourself into a better problem, not a worse one. We need to get rid of the superhero complex that seems so popular in our culture. I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I, I'm going to lose my, my pension doing the right thing at work. And, and all these things sound really noble, but what's the end result? Like I said, my state of mind, story, strategy. What was the story there? When I look at the worst decisions of my life, ones that I made that caused me tremendous pain, or one that caused tremendous pain to others, which by the way is completely inexcusable, but I did do this, those things, I look at it, there was no story. My state of mind was selfishness. My state of mind was jealousy. My state of mind was, was anger. My state of mind was frustration. And I didn't have a story at all. What's the outcome of this? I just jump right to a strategy. Let's go. And what happened was a disaster out of it. Don't talk yourself into a worse problem. Talk yourself into a better one. Second. Reducing frustration, reducing our frustration will help us transform that reality or that current situation. You know, we experience moments where what we're doing is not working. And we say to ourselves, all right, I'll just keep doing it. I'll just keep doing it. It's not working. Let me give you an example. Now, people say, yeah, you just got to stay in there and you just got to keep hammering away. You got to keep. Well, sometimes that's right. But you cannot use past failures and past frustration as fuel. It doesn't work. If some guy was at my front door and he's banging his head against my front door and I ask him, what are you doing? He says, I'm just going to keep banging my head against the door until I make a hole to climb through it. Everybody say, that guy's an idiot. That guy's stupid. This isn't going to work. I can't believe this is happening. What's wrong with this guy? But we'll do it emotionally. We'll do it mentally. We'll do it spiritually. We'll do it relationally. We'll do the same thing. Well, I got to just stay in here. What we need to do is you can't use your past failures and frustration as fuel. There's no fuel left. It's an empty tank. It's not going to work. Ask yourself this. If I stop doing this or that in such a way and I tried this, what would be the outcome? What would be the outcome? It's kind of like you go to your doctor and you say, man, I, my right elbow, doc, every time I put my arm out straight like this, it hurts. Doctor looks at you for a minute and goes, stop doing that then. And that'll be $100 deductible or copay. Now, this next part is really important because this is the part where it, this is where kind of like certainty and maturity kind of come to play. We said persistence is the pen that every success story, you got to work hard at it. We said as we're reducing our frustrations, that helps us transform that current situation. But third is that miracles and blessings are present in every moment. Miracles and blessings. Those are, are, are there. Something that we can learn from our current situation. They're there every moment. We've got to develop our ability to see them. Everybody talks about desiring superpowers. You know, think of cartoons, you know, maybe you want to fly. Uh, maybe you'd like to be invisible. Maybe you'd like to be able to eat all the cheesecake. I don't know what the answer is for you, but we all have these superpower things we like. And, and we've actually had conversations, like grown adults having conversations. Well, I'd be invisible. I would want to know something. I'd want to see through walls. I know for sure I don't want to see through walls. But the most powerful of superpowers available to us is kind of that spiritual awareness, that consciousness, that, and knowing the difference 
like being able to look at somebody and realize, hey, man, that person is really struggling and, and just trying to be that positive influence, that positive source on them. It, it is amazing to me how many opportunities each day. Now, here's the thing. Everyone's always talking about getting miracles and getting blessings, but there's very little talk about being a miracle or being a blessing. Because I said, miracles and blessings are present at every moment. Maybe you're the person who brings that miracle and that blessing out to somebody else. You're still sharing it. So you don't sit around and wait for it. I'll just sit here until it drops in my lap. How's that working? What I'm going to do instead, what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to go out and embrace the challenge. I'm going to face it head on and go be that. Remember, awareness, we talk about like spiritual awareness is seen. And consciousness, big words here, guys, is the knowing and the certainty. We know for certain that being kind to somebody who's in a tough spot is going to help them. You don't need a life coach to tell you this. Next. Redirecting our energy. Remember, we talked about reducing frustration. Here's one of the ways to do it. Reducing our energy doesn't mean redirecting our energy doesn't mean we're giving up. It means we're refocusing energy to what's within our control and proactively dealing with the adversity and ways to support our growth. Big, long statement. Let me say it again. Redirecting our energy doesn't mean giving up. It means refocusing the energy to what's within your control and proactively moving forward, dealing with adversity and ways to support your growth. I'm not talking about quitting here. What I'm talking about is sometimes things are what they are. It is what it is. I hate that statement, but sometimes it's very true. Where we look at a situation and we say to ourselves, man, this, this isn't going to change. Remember, state of mind, you just said it isn't going to change. So guess what? It is not going to change. But if I'm not going to go beat my head against the wall over here, if I'm not going to try and jump from one building top to another, knowing that'll cause certain death, is there a staircase where we take down this one and climb up the staircase and get on the roof from the other side? Is there another avenue? Being able to adjust in a positive way to unexpected life, events in our lives, it means being flexible. We need it. We're not always going to storm through everything. It's not always going to work. You know that. I know that. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> it means that we can look at a situation and say, this isn't going to end well going this way. So let's take a look at this. Because remember, we said a few minutes ago, you cannot de design an effective strategy without adjusting your state of mind towards it. Oh, this is never going to work. It's never going to work. You're right. Stop. You've done everything you need to do. Nothing else to see here. Well, hang on. This isn't going to work if we keep doing it like this. But what if I do this? Our life is unfolding. Every day that you're alive, your life is unfolding, just like it should be. And there are lessons to be learned. Um, I want you to think about a really cool phrase I heard, and I like this a lot. It's called knowledge capital. It's kind of another way of using the word experience because not always, we don't always have good experiences. Sometimes they're pretty miserable. But knowledge capital is the idea of something that I've learned and earned that now I know. Something that I've learned and earned that now I know. Like for me here at my house, we live in a tri-level little like a duplex thing. If I was to try and jump from the middle uh, landing down to the bottom landing, I will make the trip. But it doesn't end well. Knowledge capital. I know that that's going to leave me with two black eyes as my knees punch through my glasses. That's knowledge capital. I know that driving 95 miles an hour down Academy Boulevard here in Colorado Springs eventually is going to either get me killed Injured or a speeding ticket. That's knowledge capital. But you could decide every day how you're going to work with that knowledge capital. There's lessons to be learned. And I want you to think, by the way, one of the reasons why 
because I use the word energy a lot and people will either message or email. So what are you talking about? One of the reasons why people have such low energy is because they're constantly fighting long range battles that they're just not equipped to fight. And they've been told, persevere, push through, keep doing this, keep banging your head against the wall because that's the noble thing to do. Be the superhero. When in fact, it's not. You're not getting it where this is not working. This is not working for you. So we want to make sure that we're not doing that. Our energetic movement. These are the energies we invest as we go through life. Energetic movement are the energies that we invest as we go through life. Man, for some people, that's being happy. For some people, that's music. For some people, that's art. For some people, but everyone is, has energetic, an energetic environment. And they're investing that energy, positive or negative, into their life. What they should be is drive, courage, willpower, and desire. Drive, courage, willpower, and desire. One more time. Drive, courage, willpower, and desire. That's what we want to be investing. And if you're putting those things out, that kind of energy out, you're going to grow from it. You're going to have energy. You're going to be able to do it. And watch out for energy vampires because the company that you keep in life is paramount. Paramount to how much energy you'll have to go through life. Like that old saying, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. We cannot operate power in a powerfully spiritual way. Spiritual way. We cannot operate in a powerfully efficient way with negativity between our ears. I say this all the time. I say it on every show. I'll continue to say it. If you're in your head, you're dead. You have to change your state so you can change your thoughts, which means spiritually, emotionally, relationally, we've got to clean out the weeds of negativity because they're choking our roses. They're killing the beauty of life. They're stopping your true soul from becoming what it could be. And last of all, and this is very important, listen carefully to this. Think of this as I say this in how you talk to your kids, how you talk to your wife, as you talk to the people that matter to you. All of our thoughts, all of our words, all of our actions are energetically driven. There's some kind of energy behind them. And how they come out is how they go in, which is either going to make a, per, a positive or negative sharing consequences. Think about that. All of our thoughts, our words, and our actions are energetically driven. Something's creating them to come forward. How they come out of you is how they go into the environment or the person or the situation. If you're pissed, you're going to say something pissed, and it's going to piss off the person you're talking to or the situation. Where we really need to be throwing some water on the fire, we're throwing fuel on it. Surprisingly, it blows up. We're like, wow, I never, I never thought. Stop the negative talk in your head. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, and I, I'm not much for comparative theology, but I will say this. There are people. There are people that would love to have your life and love to have your problems. There are people who would love to have your life and love to have your problems. I know that's not tremendously helpful, but bear with me for a minute. If the energy of how I share what I say, what I do, and how I feel coming forward is driven by the emotional energy inside me, then what I've got to do is find out how, why am I not a happy person? Why is there so much negativity? What's going on? Why are my problems like this? Let me tell you something. Other people would love to have some of the problems that I have. They'd love it. Why don't I love them? Why don't I love you? I love them. I'm going to tell you why. Because someone lied to us. I don't know who it was. Blame's not always important. Someone lied to us and told us we shouldn't have problems. 
You're going to fall in love and it's going to be perfect. You're going to get a job and it's going to be perfect. You're going to do this. It's going to be everything. It's just going to be perfect. They lied to us. It's not perfect. Think about that. Why are you and I so mad about having problems? Why don't I love the problems I have? Why don't I look at these problems and say, you know what? I love this problem. I'm going to find a way to work through this problem. I'm going to solve this problem. Think of what you say, what we say, what we do. Actually hitting somebody, uh, people on their forehead. Now, I want you to think about what I just said. I want you to think about the words coming out of my mouth, and they're going to stick to the person's forehead that I'm talking to. Now, think of emojis. Did I say that word right? Emojis. I don't even know what it means. Emoticons. Still don't know. Happy face. Uh, kissing face. Vomit. I was one of the guys vomiting. Don't know why that was important. You know, crazy face. Eyes staring off into space face. If that appeared on the person's head right in front of you, like if you instantly knew how that hit them, what mark are you leaving on their life? Will they grow or will they suffer because of our words, our thoughts, and our actions? You see, we've got to shift the focus. We've got to shift that energy because everything that comes out of us is energetically, in that energetic environment, is energetically driven. Something's driving it. Love, hope, anger, frustration, hatred. It could be any of that. Guilt, envy, covetousness. It could be any of those things. What I find in so many conversations is somebody's working somebody to try and get something from someone. That was a lot of S's. And it's one of the reasons why we're not in love with our life. Because we know. So again, persistence is a pen that every success story is written with. Reducing your frustration will help transform your reality. By the way, it'll make you also a healthier person. Miracles and blessings are present every moment because you could be one for someone else. Redirecting your energy doesn't mean you're giving up. It means you're refocusing energy with what's within your control. Put it to work where it will work. Your energetic environment, that, which means the energy that I'm putting forth is gathering up in my life that should be drive, courage, willpower, and desire. And last of all, all of our thoughts our words and actions are energetically driven. How they come out of us is how they're going to go into the people around us. My name is David Fournier here from Raise Your Standards, Love Your Life. Thank you for listening in.